0: Welcome back again to Your Daily Bible Podcast as we continue working our way together through the book of John. Today we are in John chapter 9, and we're going to read the entire chapter, and we have to remember we are now with Jesus at the Feast of Tabernacles. At the end of chapter 8, Jesus has just given a very sharp rebuke to the Pharisees and to the Jews who are listening. It ended with them picking up stones and trying to kill him. So we would then think Jesus will probably lie low. But let's look at how chapter 9 begins. As he went along, he saw a man blind from birth. His disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Okay, so the question they ask him is is what is the reason for this man's blindness? Because in the Jewish culture, and I would say in our culture today, oftentimes we look at disability or infirmity or life difficulty as a sign of curse, a sign that God is cursing somebody, and their belief was it was because of sin. Either that person's sin or the sin of their parents, God cursed that person by making him blind. So Jesus answers. Verse 3, Neither this man nor his parents sinned, Jesus said. But this happened so that the works of God might be displayed in him. As long as it is day, we must do the works of him who sent me. Night is coming, when no one can work. While I am in the world, I am the light of the world. After saying this, he spit on the ground and made some mud with his saliva, and put it on the man's eyes. Go, he told him, wash in the pool of Siloam. This word means sent. So the man went and washed and came home seeing. His neighbors and those who had formerly seen him begging asked, Isn't this the same man who used to sit and beg? Some claimed that he was. Others said, No, he only looks like him. But he himself insisted, I am the man. How then were your eyes open, they asked. He replied, The man they called Jesus made some mud and put it on my eyes. He told me to go to the pool of Siloam and wash. So I went and washed, and then I could see. Where is this man? They asked him. I don't know, he said. Verse 13. They brought to the Pharisees the man who had been blind. Now the day on which Jesus had made the mud and opened the eyes was the Sabbath. (laughs) Of course it was, right? Of course this miracle takes place on the Sabbath day. Of course. Because you just think about what Jesus is doing here and how he's challenging their perceptions, how he's challenging their interpretation of the law. And now, once again, Jesus heals a man on the Sabbath. The pressure's already on Jesus. Remember, they just tried to stone him to death for blasphemy. And now he breaks another one of their laws, not God's laws one of their laws because they had determined that you were not allowed to do this type of stuff on the sabbath verse 15 therefore the pharisees also asked him how he had received his sight he put mud on my eyes the man replied and i washed and now i see so you hear the same testimony this man has given now multiple different times some of the pharisees said this man is not from god for he does not keep the sabbath but others said How can a sinner perform such signs so they were divided? So this is showing us that even amongst the leaders, even amongst the Pharisees, there's some division, because some see the fact that Jesus can perform these amazing miracles as proof that he truly is sent by God, where others just cannot, no matter what Jesus does or says, believe. Verse 17, then they turned again to the blind man. What have you to say about him? "'It was your eyes he opened,' the man replied. "'He's a prophet.' "'They still did not believe that he had been blind "'and had received his sight "'until they sent for the man's parents. "'Is this your son?' they asked. "'Is this the one you say was born blind? "'How is it that he now can see?' "'We know he's our son,' the parents answered. "'And we know he was born blind.' But how he can see or who opened his eyes, we do not know. Ask him. He's of age. He will speak for himself. His parents said this because they were afraid of the Jewish leaders who already had decided that anyone who acknowledged that Jesus was the Messiah would be put out of their synagogue. That is why his parents said, he's of age. Ask him. So look at the threat that the uh, Jewish leaders were using. Anyone who acknowledges... That includes people who had been healed from blindness. Anyone who acknowledges that Jesus is who he says he was will be put out of their social circle. They'll be excommunicated from their relationships, from their family, put out of the church. So they say, ask him. We don't want to get involved. Verse 24. A second time they summoned the man who had been blind. Give glory to God by telling the truth, they said... We know this man is a sinner. He replied, Whether he's a sinner or not, I don't know. One thing I do know, I was blind, but now I see. Then they asked him, What did he do to you? How did he open your eyes? Verse 27. He answered, I have told you already and you did not listen. Why do you want to hear it again? Do you want to become his disciples too? Uh Uh-oh. You don't make jokes towards these Jewish leaders. So they're saying, tell us the story again, tell us the story again. And he makes a joke. He says, why do you want to become his disciples? Verse 28, they hurled insults at him and said, you are his fellow disciples. We are disciples of Moses. We know that God spoke to Moses, but as for this fellow, we don't even know where he comes from. Remember, in the last section of scripture, they said, Aren't you from Samaria, and aren't you actually of the devil? So they've been saying all kinds of things about Jesus and where he comes from. Verse 30, the man answered, Now, that is remarkable. You don't know where he comes from, yet he opened my eyes. We know that God does not listen to sinners. He listens to the godly person who does his will. Nobody has ever heard of opening the eyes of a man born blind. If this man were not from God, he could do nothing. That is an amazing testimony that was just given. An amazing testimony. And listen how they respond in verse 34. To this they replied, You were steeped in sin at birth. How dare you lecture us? And they threw him out. So see, they agree with the disciples of Jesus' assessment of this man. They think because he was born blind, he's a dirty sinner. And they will not hear his testimony. Verse 35, Jesus heard that they had thrown him out, and when he found him, he said, Do you believe in the Son of Man? Again, I want you to remember, the Son of Man is the term that Jesus most often uses for himself. It is a messianic title. Do you believe in the Messiah? Verse 36, Who is he, sir? The man asked, Tell me so that I may believe in him. Verse 37, Jesus said, You've now seen him, in fact. He is the one speaking with you. That is fairly clear on Jesus' part. It's me. Verse 38. Then the man said, Lord, I believe, and he worshipped him. Jesus said, for judgment I have come into this world so that the blind will see, and those who see will become blind. Some Pharisees who were with him heard him say this and asked, what are we blind to? Jesus said, if you are blind, you would not be guilty of sin but now that you claim you can see your guilt remains the grace of Jesus is this he came to save us he came to seek and save those who were lost he came to set captives free and give sight to the blind he came to heal the sick and to give liberty to those who are oppressed Jesus came to set blind men free and you and I friends are just like this blind man We're born blind but because Jesus and his healing power he's given us eyes to see and now today I pray just like this man who was born blind and healed by Jesus as you stand today face to face with the risen King Jesus as you look him in the eye I pray that you would see your Savior that you like this man would fall down and worship him Because Jesus is present with you right now, knocking on the door to your heart, seeking you, finding you, coming to you in your blindness, and giving you sight. And if you would put your faith and your hope and your trust in him, he will save you forever. Let's pray. Jesus, I thank you that you have given us sight That you have healed our blindness and that you are still seeking and saving those who are lost. That your great mission is still ongoing and that you have called us, your people, to partner with you in helping many people find their way to your Father. Thank you for all that you do and have done for us. We pray these things in your perfect name, Jesus.